Welcome back to the key, y'all. This is going to be our second episode. I just want to thank y'all first off for the 28 plays that we have on that first episode now. Uh, not some big numbers, but big for us, and we're excited to keep this going. Uh, yeah, but this is Nick back for y'all. Um, yeah, Austin back. Um, yeah, like you said, thank you guys for the plays. Um, we made an Instagram. It's at the.key.pod. Um, make us make sure to go check us out there. Yeah, all the other usernames are taken. We tried we tried many things. I know Austin did as he created it. I did as well after he created it. Um, but yeah, go check us out there and keep running up those follows on the Twitter. It's gonna be at the key pod. No dots, no dashes, nothing in there, just straight up. Um, but do want to give y'all an update on what the schedule is gonna be for us as this is subject to change because we both have school work and uh personal things going on. But we're going to try to bust out episodes uh, Friday nights, Sunday nights, and then Wednesday nights as well. So three times a week for y'all. That's going to be the goal. Austin's got some big NBA news uh, about Ben Simmons to share with y'all. So yeah, guys, Um, on Wednesday, Ben Simmons has officially made his first free throw since November 25th. You know, going a month and a half without his free throw is crazy, especially being a point guard. Yeah, Um, we talked about last episode how it's hard to be a Ben Simmons fan. So it's glad to see that uh, coming from him. But yeah, you got anything else to share before no, we get into it? I'm excited to get into it. For sure. Uh, so we're going to start out with the game overview this time as we don't have the players that won uh, last year, of course. The first game I've got on my roster, at least, is the Grizzlies beating the Magic. Okay. Um, big games from Jaw and Triple J over there. Both having uh, 30 plus, despite Bancaro dropping 39 and 3. Let me let me hear what you guys say, because I know you, you're a big fan of both of those teams over there. So, yeah, Franz Wagner in his first game since being knocked out and suspended, he played amazing as the Magic second-highest scorer behind Paulo, who dropped a 30-piece. Jaw scores 32 following his right-hand man, Jaron Jackson Jr., who also dropped 31. Uh, this game moves the Grizzlies into first place, tied with the Nuggets. Should the Magic tank for Wembenyama? I would say no. I think the Magic's got some uh, young pieces that they could, they could do something with. As we'll get into later, we have our playoff uh, rankings or – Guesses so far, that's not the right word. It's just what was coming to brain. Uh, but yeah, I do have something to say, and I totally forgot what it was, so that's exciting. Hey, I did the same thing earlier. <laughs> You're all good. Um, but yeah, no, big games from Jaron Jackson Jr. and John Morant. As, oh, this is what I was going to say. They are not in first place. I just want to clarify that. They are technically tied for first with the Nuggets. Nuggets own the tiebreaker, so we have, we have first place. I just want to get that out there. Big Nuggets guy. I had an argument with my dad about that earlier, so <laughs> I just wanted to keep that going and keep that energy going. But yeah, big games as Grizzlies keep climbing the West and Magic seem to be dropping in the East, but we'll see about that. Got anything else to share about that I game? That's it about that game. All right, perfect. Next on mine is the Celtics snapping the Mavs winning streak uh, and a huge win all-around game from the Celtics. Uh, Jason dropping his second career triple-double triple uh, with 35-14-10. and 10. Let me hear that. What you got to say about that? Um. Yeah. So nobody on the Mavs had a positive plus minus. They got dominated all game. Luca had twenty three nine and three with his four turnovers. He was only shooting thirty percent from the field. Um. And the horrible loss of Boston just showing how amazing this Celtics team truly is. Um. This should be a wake up call to the Mavs that they need to make a move to get Luca a star sidekick. I just want to correct what I said earlier. I'm not sure where I got thirty five from. Jason Tatum dropped twenty nine ten and fourteen. I have no idea where I got that in my notes from. But, yeah, big game from him regardless. Uh, Celtics really just all around. I believe they had 
seven players in double figures, six if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, uh, I think as well as this proves that the Celtics are a great team, it just also shows how horrendous the Mavs are when Luka doesn't have a massive, massive game. I mean, it's still a great outing from Luka. Not Luka numbers, though. And when they don't have that type of numbers from Luka, the Mavs are looking horrendous. Yeah, and Tim Hardaway Jr. didn't play great. I don't have the stats up to exactly what he had, but he definitely did not play great. Tim Hardaway Jr. had 8-1-4 and four in 37 minutes. Yeah, so that he is... played bad. What was the shooting numbers? Do shooting, you know? I do not know the okay, shooting numbers. Okay, that's all good. Uh, I didn't know he shot pretty bad. Um, But yeah, uh, reigning defensive player of the year, Marcus Smart, uh, had a season-high 25 points. So congratulations to him. Oh, God. Paving the way for guards to be uh, depoys. That's why I threw OG in the last episode of my depoy mentions. Go check that out if you haven't. Uh, but yeah, that's about all from that game I got to share. Next game, I wanted to save the biggest game for last. The next game is going to be the Jazz beating the Rockets. Uh, Laurie Markkinen, career high, 49. Wanted to see him reach 50. All I got to say about that is just give this man his all-star appearance already. No, for sure. We're going to get into that as well during this episode. Um, our all-star teams, and he was definitely on my team. Um, yeah, Malik Beasley also got it done. He got 19 points, shooting 50% from the field in only 20 minutes of play. Like um, to see that from my former Nugget. For the Rockets, Jalen Green dropped 30 points, but he only shot 33.3%. But uh, Sangoon was their best player with 20 and 14, shooting 50%. Yeah, I like to see this uh, really just all-around game from the Jazz. They had two players drop 19 from Malik Beasley and Jordan Clarkson. Really, it's just the young players running out there with a semi-vet in Jordan Clarkson and Kelly Olynyk. So it's fun. It's a fun team to watch. I I love that big game for Markkinen, though. Uh, definitely deserves an all-star appearance, as I believe he will get it, and he is on my team as well. But yeah, last game of the night. An embarrassing, embarrassing outing for the Clippers. Uh, Nuggets blow out the Clippers. Kawhi and PG are both held under 10 points together for the first time. With them playing on the Clippers. All around game from the Nuggets. Bones drops 18 off the bench, if I'm not mistaken. Great game. Jokic doesn't have big numbers, but they were up big from the start. Um, Yeah, for sure. So, like you said, this was not the Clippers' day. Kawhi and Paul George were held behind nine, or were held two nine points with a combined three for 16 shooting. Blowout loss to Denver. Um, Yeah, but for TNT, this was not a great night. They had. Both the blowouts tonight that were on national TV, nobody wanted to watch those. Um, but yeah, the Nuggets were leading the Clippers 66-32 to 32 at halftime. It's a bad look for the Clippers. I agree. I believe this game would have even been a bigger margin as we both saw it was. But the Clippers held the Nuggets to 20 points in the fourth with the reserves playing. I believe the only active Nugget that did not play uh, was DeAndre Jordan. So, big, big chance to get in the young guys for the Nuggets and uh, the role players. But yeah, just embarrassing for the Clippers. They they do not look good at this point in time. And so, we'll get into that with our our playoff predictions as well later on. But that's going to that's gonna uh, wrap up the overview of last night's games. Do you have any, any big moments from the nights we missed? No, I do not. Do you? I do not. I did want to mention, I believe Giannis's career high was in those nights it was the night that we recorded yeah. night that we recorded yeah big game from him it's really the only thing i wanted to go over and then the big ending to the jazz I forgot who they were playing the jazz timberwolves game i believe honestly i do not remember i don't know it was a, 
weird moment at the end. No, I'm not sure. It was for sure Jazz. Lurie Markkinen hits a shot at the end of the game. Doesn't get it off in time, but would have been an amazing game winner, I believe, if not to send it to overtime. Uh, but I'm not sure who the Jazz were playing, to be honest. But yeah, we're going to wrap up the game overview there then. We do have this fun little segment here now, uh, Start Bench Cut. We have no idea what the other person has put together for us, but we are going to do one for each five of the positions. We're just kind of doing it off the spot, but I actually have um two point guard ones. Two point guard ones? I, right. point guard ones. I just got the five positions, one for each. Yeah, hit me with that first point guard then one then. All right, Nick. You're a notorious Warriors hater, so I want to do this one just for you. Steph Curry, Isaiah Thomas, Pistons one, and John Stockton. Go ahead. Give me starting IT. I would like to start him. Uh, I like his energy. That's that's the main thing. Curry seems like a little bit of a. How can I say this? I'm not even gonna go there because. But yeah, give me IT starting. Honestly, first thought in my head was this is this is close. It is not close at all. I'm gonna I'm gonna bench Steph Curry and cut John Stockton. We will get to John Stockton later in this episode, I believe. At least I will. Uh, but yeah, disappointing in my opinion to have curry coming on my team at all i would rather not yeah last episode <laughs> um you had that really bad draft pick as the biggest warriors hater i know and you picked steph over magic johnson that was a i i agree i did not i didn't even look at my draft board i just saw curry not taken and saw those four finals and i was like yep that's my guy hey i'll take it though um if you want to throw me your other one first and then i'll go into my point cards yeah so the current i've won all-time one that was it and then i got a current one so your current one will be Trey, Ja, and Shea Gildas Alexander. I'm gonna start Ja, bench Shea, and cut Trey. Shea's been playing too good recently, and I know what Ja is capable of, and that's why I'm starting him over Shea. But uh, just the energy and the high flying from Ja really attracts the highlights, and I feel like Ja can fit in with really anybody on his team. And why are you cutting Trey? Trey has been not disappointing recently, but the Hawks as a whole have. I believe it's more of a Nate McMillan situation than a Trey. But I think the two guys have been playing better than him this season. I'm not sure what his shooting percentage is this season, but I don't know. I know it's not the best of his career. All right, I'd say that's fair. All right. My first point guard one, I only did current players, but okay. I feel like this is going to be a fun one. De'Aaron Fox, mm -hmm. Tyrese Halliburton, and Darius Garland. Okay, so I'm going to do um, give me Halliburton. And then Garland, and then Fox. So the reason for that, I said. So you're starting Halliburton. I'm starting Halliburton. Benching, benching Garland, cutting Fox. Wow. Okay. Let me let me hear why. So for Halliburton, um, it was a most most improved candidate this season. Uh, he's on a big improvement, and then honestly, he could be an All Star this year. Uh, that's why I'm starting him. But honestly, all three of those guys can be All Stars. Um, Darius Garland. I mean, I just feel like we haven't seen quite enough this year. Last year, he had a great year, all-star for, for the sure. first time. Um, but now I feel like he's a third option on his team. That's, I mean, that's fair. But um, for De for De'Aaron, um, he's on a big improvement this year as he has been last year. He's also an all-star caliber player, but um, I'm just taking him second or third over those players. I was definitely expecting you to cut Halliburton or Garland. So that is, De'Aaron wasn't even in my book. I thought you would definitely cut one of those other two. So that's that's for sure interesting for me, but I, I would also agree I would have I would have those over him for sure. You want to give me... Oh, you want me to go into shooting guard oh, that's, first? That's my bad, on? that's my bad. So your uh, shooting guard one will be Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell, and then James Harden. 
Starting Donovan Mitchell. 70-point outing from him this season. He's been looking okay, great for the Cavs. Pretend like he never scored 71. Starting Donovan Mitchell. He's been looking great for the Cavs. I think <laughs> people are not used to how great this man is because he was on the Jazz, who ultimately fell apart, uh, which I would blame more on Rudy Gobert than Donovan Mitchell. Um, and a bench. Who are the other two again? I'm sorry. It was Booker and Harden. Bench Booker. Uh, cut Harden. I'm a big fan of Booker. If we're going based on the season, I would say Booker, as we haven't seen him in a, a little bit because of injuries. But Harden's just not the same player as he used to be, though I'm I'm still a big fan of him. But yeah, I'd say just this based on this season, I would go Booker over Harden. That's true, but I would say that Harden still does have potential to drop 60 on any given night. I would for sure agree about uh, agree with that. He He's a talented scorer, as we saw with the Houston. I believe he averaged 35 one year, which was insanity. But Go the Houston. What was that? Go the Houston. Thank you. Um, my shooting guard, I also have Harden, DeRozan, and Chris Middleton. Um, I'm going to throw like Middleton in the shooting guard because I want to. Who's the second again? Sorry, one more time. Uh, Harden, DeRozan, and Middleton. Okay, so I'm going to go in that exact order. I think Harden, we know what he's capable of. And like I just said, he's capable of dropping 60 on, every, on any given night. He's still, I think if he was the number one option, he would be an MVP type player right now. Um, and then for De- DeRozan, I still think he's one of the most clutch players in the league. It's just on this Bulls team. I mean, he's aging too. He's getting a lot That's older valid. and he's getting worse most years. Last year is the exception, but he's getting worse most years. Um, but I still think he's better than what Chris Middleton can do is just a three and D guy. I feel like Chris Middleton is really just a sidekick on any team he can go to. I don't think he really has the capability to be a number one option. I, I would agree with that. I just thought it would be a little fun one to throw those guys in there together as they are all aging to a degree. Chris Middleton's been out with injuries. But, yeah, that's, that's the reasoning for that. You want me to go first for small forward or you? I'll do my small forward right. first. So I'll do uh, Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum, and LeBron James. Wow. All right. Ooh, I'm a big LeBron guy. But if we're going based on the season, I'm going to start – Wow, that is honestly difficult. I'm going to start Kevin Durant, bench Jason Tatum, and then I'm going to cut LeBron, unfortunately. Any other year, give me LeBron over either two of those guys. But Kevin Durant, one of the greatest scorers of all time, if not the greatest, he can go out there and you know he's going to get you a light 25 to 30 every night. That's a guarantee almost. Jason Tatum... Might not be as consistent, but he could go out there and drop you 40 multiple times a week. So I like that coming off my bench and just having that guaranteed 25 to 30 piece from KD. And Braun just hasn't been that guy this year. I mean, the last couple of games, he's been great. But just overall this season, I would take uh, Kevin Durant and Jason Tatum over him. Uh, My small forward for you is going to be Michael Porter Jr., Jalen Brown, and Brandon Ingram. Oh, you know I'm a big Brandon Ingram guy. I do. That's why I had to throw him in there somewhere. I had to figure it out. I'm going to go Jalen Brown, Brandon Ingram. And then who was the first guy again? MPJ. MPJ, yeah. I feel like he's, for me, the clear cut. Um, Jalen Brown has been amazing this year. He's been another all-star caliber player. He's been a great number two behind Jason Tatum. And I feel like with other teams, he would be a guy who could average 30. For sure. For a lot of teams. Um, and then Brandon Ingram, we know he's capable of scoring-wise. Do you believe that MPJ, if he was the number one option on a team, do you think he could go get you 30? I think he could give me 30, but I don't think he's doing it. 
shooting well. Like the other guys could. Okay, I I can see that. I would I would tend to disagree, but I think I'd have the same thing in terms of start bench cut. I think he's just overall the worst player out of all three of those. Like by that is, by that a good is, margin. That is by a pretty good margin. All right, I'll I'll take that. I don't want to <laughs> ruffle some feathers. Um, but yeah, for Brandon Ingram, he's an elite scorer for me. I feel like he's a top ten scorer in the league right now. Um, I think that he's a better scorer than Jalen Brown, but overall, it can be Jalen Brown over him. And then for Michael Porter Jr., he just can't stay on the floor a lot, but he's also inconsistent. He I, also I doesn't shoot the ball very well, but he is, he is also a good scorer when he does. But play. the nights he does shoot the ball well, he he has big nights. So I'm not really taking any of them defensively, though. <laughs> Maybe Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown, I would give him that, but no, not not Bi and MPJ for sure. Yeah, I'd say that's fair. All right. Um, for your power forwards, I have an all-time one right now. Um, I feel like this one's fairly easy. Uh, those are going to be Kevin Garnett, Dirk, and Carl Malone. I'm going to start Dirk. Uh, in my opinion, opinion, sorry, second greatest power forward of all time. Give me Tim Duncan over him. KG's going to be third, though, so I'd bench KG. Uh, and then I'd cut Carl Malone. Too many off-court accusations for me, I'd say. But, um, yeah, that's going to – I feel like that's almost no-brainer kind of. I'd say it's pretty fair. Uh, you could, fair. Pretty you could flip the bench in the start any day of the week, and I wouldn't get mad at you. But just the level Dirk was able to go and shoot the ball at was insanity. Greatest shooting big man of all time. Uh, but, yeah, that's just overall the reason for starting. Over Carl Anthony Towns? Cat will get up there if he comes back and shows it. He's got to show it, though. But over Dirk, I, I wouldn't give it to him. I don't know. I think Cat might be up there. He's up there, but he's not top one. And top I one think he belongs might just to be. Dirk. Has Dirk won a three-point contest? Is Cat gonna have a statue outside of uh his arena in Minnesota? Of him? I don't. Might. I completely disagree with that. I think Ant has more potential to get a statue than Cat. I very much disagree with that. All right, we'll leave it there then. Uh, my power forwards: Bancaro, Siakam, and Evan Mobley. Ooh, I love all <laughs> three of these guys. Um. I'd say, are we doing it just based off skill right now, or are we doing it off potential at all? You can mix a little bit of both in there. If it's potential, I'm benching Bancaro, and I'm starting... Ooh. <laughs> I'm starting Evan Mobley. Wow. Okay. I feel really bad cutting Pascal Siakam, because he's shown that he could be that guy on the team like that. For sure. But um, I feel like if we're including potential, Evan Mobley's just the best guy here. You know, he's already a top... In my opinion, top five defensive player in the league. Um, he also has been able to score the ball. I feel like he could be an all star. Maybe not this year, but I say next year. Um, Bancaro, maybe I do start him here. I'm still gonna stick with this, but I do think that Paula could be all star this year. Um, he's the best player on the Magic, which is what we talked about last episode. Um, he's the best player on the Magic, and I feel like I don't know. I, I feel like he's worth that. I would agree. Those are my two starts. I think really. Two starts and bench. Yeah. I don't know. It just feels bad benching Siakam, but I you could really wise, you could give me any situation there, and I would probably agree with you. That's yeah. Three great players. I had to make at least one tough for you, as I believe. Yeah, that was very difficult. Yeah. You ready for your centers? Yes, sir. There's another all-time one. Um, your your players are gonna be Hakeem, Kareem, and Shaq. Wow. All right. Wow. I'm gonna start Shaq. Most dominant player of all time. It can get can get the business done. I'm gonna bench Kareem, cut Hakeem. Might be bold. Um, 
hitting me with a lot, a lot of, a lot of keems. But that's that's what it's gonna be. I mean, Shaq, most dominant player of all time. I'd rather have him down low than almost anybody, if not anybody. Kareem would be probably second. But yeah. So starting... do you think that all time that Shaq is greater than Kareem is? No. Okay. Okay. I do not. I do not think that. That is uh, for sure no. For just me. Had to get no. No brainer. I just think. Shaq being my starting center, there's almost nobody I'd rather have than him other than Kareem, but I'd rather just have Shaq. Okay, that's cool. In my personal opinion. Uh, I'm going to keep it with the current as I kept all of mine current. Your centers are going to be Bam Adebayo, DeAndre Ayton, and Jared Allen. Okay, I feel like this one's pretty easy for I, me. I would agree. I, I would agree. Yeah, I would agree. Give me Bam as a starter. Jarrett Allen off the bench, Ooh. and then DeAndre Ayton as the uh, cut. So, for that one, Bam Adebayo, like we have seen before, he's able to go out there and score a little bit, but he's also, I think, the best. Ooh, is he the best <laughs> defender out of all of those? He's up there with Jarrett Allen. I would me. I would say he's the best defender out of all of those. He's definitely up there with Jarrett Allen as top two. Um, But, yeah, I'm going to go into Jarrett Allen now. He's also a guy who go out there. Um, He's been an all-star. Which is a big thing for him. Um, I'd say honestly, I'd take Jared Allen defensively over um, either of them. So that's why I'm gonna go with him. DeAndre Ayton, I feel like he the third best scorer, the third best defender, the third best leader out of all of those. He definitely can't lead a team. I just feel like he has to be cut there. I I would agree with that. I definitely thought you might have cut Jared Allen for a second, uh, but I know you're not a big Ayton guy, so that. That narrowed down the decision pretty well. But, Not yeah, sure. it's going to wrap up our uh, start bench cut and our overview. Going to head into our all-star predictions next. All right, all-star players now. Uh, we're going to go guards of each conference, then do front court of each conference, and then we'll head to the bench. Let me hear your guards for the West. So, yeah, for the West, I got Luca and Shea. So, all right. So, we talked about it last episode. Uh, Luka Doncic is an MVP contender. He was my number three. Um, yeah, but he's just been out there. Besides last game, he's been dropping, you know, his past week before that. We talked about last episode yeah. again. Um, it was Go like check it out if y'all haven't listened to that, by the way. No, Sorry. for sure. It was a great episode. But, uh, yeah, Luka Doncic has got to be an all-star starter for them. Uh, Shea, like we talked about again last episode, but he is scoring 31 on the season right now. He's just had a huge up season since last year. Most improved candidate, clutch player of the year candidate. I feel like he's got to be an all-star. Um, I also have Luka. I have him at his at my two spot, though. Um, at my one, I do have Curry. Curry's been dropping crazy numbers. Also, hot take for me to pick Curry over anybody, really. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I got Curry at my point guard, Luka at my shooting guard. I think those two are really the two best guards in the West overall. Um, hard not to throw those guys in there. We'll get to Shea for sure later on, as he does deserve that. Uh, but, yeah, those are going to be my starting guards for the West. Let me hear your starting guards for the East. So, I got Donovan Mitchell and Jalen Brown. Um, yeah, so Donovan Mitchell just dropped 71. But if we're not accounting that, like you said before, um, he's a guy who can just go out there, score a bunch of points, and lead his team to a bunch of wins. And I feel like for that, he's got to be an all-star starter. And then Jalen Brown has been a great number two for the best team in the league right now. Um yeah, great player offensively and defensively. I feel like he can go out there and just compete with pretty much anybody. I also have different ones. I, <laughs> at my point guard, I do have Kyrie. 
he's been hooping. Um, I just wanted a solidified point guard. Donovan Mitchell isn't really a solidified point guard in my book, but I do have Donovan Mitchell at my two guard. Uh, Kyrie's just been hooping recently after all the media interesting things that have been happening this year. That's the best way I can put it at the moment. Uh, but yeah, he's been hooping for sure. I don't know if he will be the starter because of that and because of the fan votes, but I had to throw Kyrie in there. He's leading the fan vote right now for the East guards. That's probably probably why I took him over. Um, but yeah, no, Kyrie's been hooping. Donovan Mitchell, as Austin mentioned, dropped 71, as an, and as I mentioned earlier, uh, just a guy who can go out there and get buckets for you. The way he drives the lane and just attacks the bigs is unlike any other guard in the league, maybe besides Jaw. Um, but yeah, sure, those are going to sure. be my two guards of the East. Let me hear those three front court people for the West. So yeah, I feel like these are somewhat easy for me. I got Zion Williamson, Anthony Davis, and Nikola Jokic. Um, for Zion, he's been the number one guy on what has been a number one team in the West for a lot of time. Um, you know, not currently, but they have been for a little bit. Um, yeah, he's a guy who can go out there, do anything pretty much you want him to. He's a great defender. Um, great in the paint, obviously. Everybody knows that. But um, yeah, I feel like he's there because he's been leading a team like that. Um, for Anthony Davis, I have him there because you know he hasn't played a lot because of his injury that he has currently to his foot. Um, but when he has one out there, especially when LeBron was out with his constant, what was it, 40-point games, 20-rebound games, um, it when he gets healthy, he is, in my opinion, a top three, four big man in the league. Um, so I think he's got to be there. And then for Nikola Jokic, he is a another MVP candidate along with Luka Doncic, but I feel like he's just a little bit higher up there. Um, like we talked about last episode, he's a, the best passing big man out there of all time. Um, the second best top two. Oh, I don't know if you're gonna like that, but he's a top two center in the league. That is crazy. But yeah, he's a, he can go out there, triple doubles a lot. I'm gonna go down from my center to my small forward as I feel like my small forward is the hotter take. Uh, Jokic at center, best big man in the league, undeniable at this point. Uh, two MVPs back to back, looking for his third. I believe he can get it, as we talked about last episode. Uh, but yeah. Pro averaged a triple-double in the month of December. There's not much else to put out there. He's second in front court votes as of right now behind LeBron. Uh, power forward is going to be Zion. As Austin said, number one player on what was the number one team in the West before he got injured and a little prior to that. Um, but he has been hooping this year. I'd like to see him as a starter for sure. Small forward, I've got LeBron. So just replacing LeBron with uh, or Anthony Davis with LeBron pretty much in my book. But well, LeBron's the best players on best player on the Lakers, I think almost undoubtedly. Um, just the last couple of games he's had to prove that when Anthony Davis has been out. I believe with Anthony Davis being out, he's not gonna get that starter nod. He definitely will get an all-star appearance, but I don't think he will be available to play. Hot not not even a hot take. That is a common take. I'd say it's a somewhat fair take, but you know, you're saying that. LeBron deserves it because Anthony Davis has been out. He's been doing with Anthony Davis out. But I feel like what Anthony Davis, Davis did when LeBron was out was a lot better than what LeBron is doing with AD out. I would disagree, but that's that's all subject to opinion. But I would disagree with that. I do want to say I do not have Anthony Davis on my list for one reason. For one reason, just because, as I stated before, <laughs> I don't think he will play in the All-Star game due to injury. That is the only reason I do not have on my list, he will definitely get an all-star appearance. I just wanted to give the injury reserve in my list instead of AD. 
And then I do have a question for you. Do you have a captain? Was it will that just be Jokic? I think my captain will probably be Jokic. Um, hopefully. I think he is the best player in the West at this point, if not Luca, but just based on standings and fan vote, Jokic will probably get that role. If not, we'll go to LeBron again based off of fan votes that he is leading. No, I agree. I feel like this is my all-star list is what I think it should be, not what it will be. Because if yeah. we're being realistic, LeBron will be a starter. Yeah. LeBron will honestly be the captain. For sure. And I believe Kevin Durant will be on the other side. too. I, I also have Kevin Durant as my captain on the front court in the east. We'll head into that. Uh, I got KD at small forward, Giannis at power forward, and Joel Embiid at center. Hard not to throw Jason Tatum in there. I almost called him Taysom Jaden. Uh, but yeah, it's hard not to throw him in there. But I'd take Kevin Durant over him because of votes. Um, and I just think Kevin Durant is better overall, not this season, but just better. And the fans will appreciate that take. Uh, Giannis, no explanation needed, I think, there. You could sub Jason Tatum in there. But bringing Giannis off the bench feels silly to me. And fan votes, again, play a big factor in that as well. Uh, Joel Embiid at center. Second best center in the league, of course, behind Jokic. Can't really argue with that unless you don't have him starting. Who, Embiid? Yes. Um. So I'll just start off with my three and move on to that. All right. But for my three, I have Jason Tatum as my captain. Wow. I think right. that's a little weird as the MVP leader for me right now to not have him even starting. I mean, I get it a little bit, but wow. I I have Kevin Durant as my captain based off of fan votes again. I think he will be starting. They'll find a way to get uh, Jason Tatum in there. I'm not sure. With Giannis's lingering in, uh, injury as he played the other night, I'm not sure what is going on with that or if he will be available by that time in February. Uh, but, yeah, I just threw Kevin Durant in there. Um. Yes, he, that covered it for my four. Uh, that is Kevin Durant, greatest scorer of all time for me. Um, He can do anything. He's an underrated defender as well for me. Uh, He's... He can go out there, score 70 if he wanted to. Um, and I still don't know what to do for the last one. I do have written down Joel starting over Giannis. But now looking back on it, I don't really know. It's kind of tough because those three guys, or those four guys definitely should start. But I'm going to stick with Joel. Um, best player on a contending 76ers team. He's scored 59 this yeah, year. There's not much to argue with that at that point. Yeah. Um, it's just hard having him over Giannis. I would agree with that. I just had to throw, throw him in there just with the typical center play, uh, sticking with positions almost. That that covers our starters. Uh, you want to give me – how do you want to do the bench? Um, I'd say just one conference at a time, just taking turns with that. Cool. Yeah, give me your first one. I Mine are not in order. It's not in order of based on who deserves yeah. it. I just have I'm them. the same way. I'm the same way. Perfect. So I'm going all west. Okay, so I got Steph Curry, John Morant, Paul George, LeBron, Laurie Markkinen, Devin Booker, Jeremy Grant, and DeMontis Sabonis. So I'm going to give you guys a quick little run-through for all of them. Um, Steph Curry, I feel like there's not much that needs to be said. He just finals MVP. What he's done this year when he hasn't been hurt is just phenomenal. John Morant, he's a top probably three, four point guard in the league. I'd say he's the best rim runner out of every point guard in the league right now. He's the most energetic player for me. Um, Paul George has been the best player on the Clippers. A play-in team, I feel like they need to have an all-star, but I feel like I can't give him any more than that. Um, LeBron, I think you pretty much covered it with LeBron. 
as your starters. I think he definitely deserves a nod, especially with what he's been doing recently. Um, Laurie Markkinen, big improvements since last year. Um, most improved player for me. Just dropped 49. Yeah, it's like that needs yeah. to be mentioned. Not much to argue with that, as we mentioned earlier in the episode. He definitely deserves the nod. Yeah, Devin Booker, another one, the best player on his team, and nobody else on that team deserves a nod. Jeremy Grant, it was tough having him over Lillard, but I feel like this year he's had had more memorable performances than Lillard has. For sure. Um, but realistically, he's not going to get a nod. Lillard's definitely going to get it over him. But for my last spot, I do have DeMontis Sabonis. Um, the Kings have been really good this year, surprisingly, as of right now. As you will see in our playoff prediction that's coming in later, I don't have him sticking with that. But right now, DeMontis Sabonis definitely deserves to be an all-star. I want to say I do not have DeMontis Sabonis on my list. I uh, would like to give an honorable mention, as he could be an injury reserve. Uh, but it just felt almost wrong to give the Kings two all-stars. Even with the play that they have going right now, it just felt awkward to give them two all-stars. Do you have Fox over him right now? I do, yes. Uh, so my my West reserves are going to be Paul George, as Austin stated, uh, best player on the Clippers. Nobody else on that team deserves it. If Kawhi was playing like Kawhi plays and actually played in the games, I could give them that for sure. Uh, next, I have John Morant, as Austin said. One of the most energetic uh, players in the league. Most fun to watch. Great rim running. Can challenge the bigs inside. I'd love to see that from a guard. Uh, next, I have Shea. Definitely could be a starter. Been absolutely amazing this year. Um, improving from last year even more. He just seems to get better each year he's been in the league. Um, next, in for sure. Definitely deserves an odd, as we stated earlier, dropping 49 uh, last night. He definitely deserves a nod. I feel like if he is not an all-star, it is weird. Uh, as the Jazz have been underwhelming as of recent, but started off the season playing great. Next, I've got D-Book. Austin covered that pretty well already. Nobody else on the Suns even deserves a vote in the all-star game. D-Book is the best player on that team, and people can't discredit how great he is based on how the Suns are looking this season and how many games he's played uh, based off injury and other. De'Aaron Fox, as we covered, uh, next one for me, felt wrong giving the Kings two All-Stars, so I just went with De'Aaron, as I believe he is the best player on that team. Um, And they are looking great right now. Uh, We will for sure get into that. I do have them sticking with it to a degree. Uh, But yeah, De'Aaron Fox. Do have Aaron Gordon next. Jeremy Grant would be a great switch in with him. Jeremy Grant has been great this season, so I would not be mad at that. I just have to give the, the nod to my Nuggets guy. Aaron Gordon has just been great this year. He's looking like the number one, number two option on the Nuggets right now behind Jokic uh, with Jamal and Michael Porter Jr. not playing as many games and not taking the big leaps we all expected them to take. With the Nuggets still being great, I definitely deserve. think they deserve a second All-Star. Just don't know who to, guy, who to go with, and Aaron Gordon would be that guy. Uh, next, I have Ant, Anthony Edwards on the Timberwolves. No one else on the Timberwolves deserves it, in my he opinion. He was an honorable mention for me. Um, but yeah, no, he's, he's energetic and fun to watch is he's one of those guys that can just go out there and get you a bunch of buckets. And I like to see that. And that definitely deserves an all-star nod for sure. As almost everybody I saw projected him to be an all-star this year, uh, taking a big leap. That about covers it. You want me to go East first or you want to go? Um, I'll allow you to go East first. Perfect. So. 
First, I've got Harden. I believe he does deserve an all-star nod. Might not be the greatest guy on the contending 76ers for sure, but he, I feel like he is still playing at a high level that we can know he play, know he can play at. There we go. Uh, but yeah, Harden definitely deserves that nod. Jalen Brown, too, could be starting for sure. I just have Kyrie over him. Uh, but the second best option on the number one team in the league right now, the Celtics, just looks great. Offensively, you can go get you 30, along with Jason Tatum getting you 30 any given night of the uh, of the year. Lots of stuttering so far this episode. I'm not really feeling it. Uh, Trey Young next. Uh, as we got into earlier in start bench cut, I feel like he still is an all-star caliber player. Fun to watch, just needs to shoot better, but could definitely be an all-star. Halliburton next. Most improved player candidate. I feel like he deserves to be a first-time all-star. Uh, he's showing that he can be a solidified point guard on a team that is not doing absolutely horrendous. Then I've got Jason Tatum. This is far down the list. It's not in order as I want to state again because he would be my number one guy if not a starter. Uh, but yeah, leading top two in MVP for me right now. So can't hard to disagree with that on him being an all-star as he's the best player on the best team in the league. Uh, then I got Pascal Siakam. Interesting take, but he could definitely get a nod. Could see it go either way, though, as I would not be disappointed if he's not on the team. Next, I have a first-time rookie All-Star. I believe it would be the first rookie All-Star since Blake Griffin, if I'm not mistaken. That's correct. Uh, but yeah, Paolo Bancaro. Yeah. Number one player on the Magic. Great young star. Fun to watch. Uh, lots of improvement that he could make, as he's definitely going to be a big star in this league one day. But I just want to see him get the nod. Big Duke guy, big fan of him. Be fun to see him in an all-star game playing alongside the other greats. Then I've got Bam Adebayo. Could see this go either way as well. Lots of bigs off my bench, I feel like. Yeah, the East guards are pretty bad. Though. Yeah, they it was it was it was tough to decide between them. Uh but yeah, Bam. Looking like the best player on the Heat right now as he's been playing great as of recent. Get you a double-double any night. Get you three blocks any night. Get you a steal any night. He's just great. So I had to throw him in there. Again, I could see that going either way, though. Yeah, I'd say it's a solid list. We have a very similar list. I think I have one player different than you. But, yeah, Kyrie Irving, you pretty much covered it. He's been a super energetic guy, which is a little weird to see from him because he usually yeah. isn't like that. But with the Nets, I feel like he's better than he really has been for a few years for sure. Um, James Harden, the second best guy on a contending team. It's he's still James Harden. I feel like that pretty much covers yeah, it. It's James Harden. I didn't know what to say for James Harden because that's really all you need to know. It's James Harden. Yeah, exactly. Um, Giannis, yeah. <laughs> There's four deserving front court players in the East, and he's one of those, obviously. Um, another MVP caliber player. He has won it twice, as we all know. Um. And I think he could go out there, win it again. Not like this year, but definitely yeah, in the future. Somewhere, sometime in his career, he could definitely get up there again. He's very Shaq-like. He's super dominant. I feel like I don't really need to say much for Giannis. We all know about Giannis. Um, Trey Young, the Hawks have been really disappointing. They don't get more than one All-Star. And even I even had a hard time putting Trey up there, honestly. Um, still a liability defensively. Offensively, hasn't been as good as he normally is, but I feel like he's still better than most other Eastern Conference point guards. Was he's my 
my second to last one up there. We don't have a lot of guards up here. Um, my next player is the only one that we didn't have in common. I have Julius Randle. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been it's popping up right now on ESPN. He had he's averaging twenty four point two right now. Um, he's playing great for the Knicks, who are a playoff team right now. Not even a play in team, at least as of yesterday. Um, yeah, the Knicks have been somewhat surprising. He's just been great this year. I think he deserves another All Star appearance. Maybe non All NBA appearance like he had two years ago, but I feel like he definitely deserves an All Star appearance. I could see that going for sure. He has been good. I could see him over a guy like Bancaro or Bam or even Siakam for sure. Yeah. Um. Next player will be Tyrese Halliburton, another most improved type guy. We talked about him a little bit in the start bench cut, but he's been the best player on the Pacers who aren't doing as bad as people thought they would do. Um, they can win a lot more games than people would believe. I think they could beat anyone in the league right now. They could also lose to anybody in the league. Um, my next guy will be Bam Adebayo. Um, I think he pretty much covered Bam. He's, a, he's the best player on the Heat right now, with Jimmy Butler being super disappointing. And actually, the Heat overall have been, have been super disappointing. I feel like they still deserve an all-star, and I think it's got to be Bam. Yeah, I don't think any other guy on that team can get the nod besides Bam. Uh, I think Bam definitely deserves it. Yeah, for sure. Um, my next player will be Paolo Bancaro, and I think you also covered it for that. Um, I think, like you said, he's he would be the first rookie since Blake Griffin. And if I'm not forgetting about anybody, maybe Jaw. I think he's had the best rookie season out of anybody, out of any of those guys. So I think he also deserves a nod. That's, that's going to cover All-Stars. We've got a little segment next that's going to be, uh, is the Lakers season over? Uh, I wanted to add that as Austin is a Lakers fan. Currently, I'm not sure if they played after I took this down. Current record, 17-21. and 21. Um, Austin's going to fact this, fact check this right now as I know he's a big Lakers guy. Y'all can hear him clicking away on his keyboard. Um, that is correct. Okay, perfect. Do you believe the Lakers season is over? Do you believe they have a shot at making the playoffs? What are your thoughts on the Lakers season right now? So, unfortunately, without a trade, I think it may just be over with LeBron's fourth quarter play just being super inconsistent and Anthony Davis missing time. Along with that, we have no bench play. We have pretty much no depth, just like the Nuggets. I feel like it has to be over. Um, I just want to say Charles Barkley said last night that the Nuggets might have the deepest team in the league. Charles Barkley does not watch basketball, <laughs> confirmed. <laughs> that is crazy. Uh, but I I think I would agree with that. Without a move, I believe their season is over. They could make a late push, be some sort of contender for the play-in. Uh, but without a big move, I don't think they'll make it to that point or even solidify a playoff spot. But I do if they I believe that if they do make it to the playoff play-in, they would be a dangerous team to watch because of how it's just one game and you're in, or two games and you're in that kind of situation. Uh, but I believe it is pretty much over. Last episode, we talked about the potential Buddy Miles trade. And, you know, if that happened, it would give us a top three three-point shooter in the league and also a top three shot blocker in the league. It gives us a great chance to make the playoffs, I believe, um, especially with the center maybe being our weakest position along with three-point shooting as a whole. I feel like just Rob Polinka needs to be able to trade those picks or the season maybe a wash. Um, Miles Turner right now averages 1.7 more blocks per game than Thomas Bryant, which is a huge number. And he would help us out significantly. Um, he also averages more rebounds per game, more points per game. So I feel like he'd be a great, great improvement to our roster. 
That's for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just don't see the Lakers uh, being a playoff team right now, but you never know with LeBron. So they could make a late season push, uh, but I feel like without a move, it's not going to happen. No, I agree for sure. All right. We've got a little fun redraft for you guys. It's going to be the 2019 draft. We'll just go pick by pick. You just want to alternate picks? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, who you got first pick? First, I'm sticking with Zion. Um, I feel like he is the best player in this draft. I fiddled between him and Jaw. But I feel like Zion is just clearly the number one guy almost. Uh, especially with what he's been doing this year. As I know a bigger season happened for Jaw last year. Uh, but I'm just going to go into my second one. I, I believe you have the same top two. doesn't matter the pick. But my second's going to be Jaw. Keeping that the same, I feel like they both fit in the cities they are in, which helps that happen a lot now that we know that for sure. Uh, but, yeah, those are going to be my top two guys. No, for sure. I agree 100%. You pretty much covered it for me. Perfect. This is where I feel like it could go any which way. I feel like I have a bold take here, but number three, I have Darius Garland. Uh, going number three, I don't know if off the top of my head who that original pick that was, was RJ, RJ Barrett yeah. to the Knicks, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, Darius Garland, I don't know how he would fit in the Knicks, uh, but I feel like he is almost the third best player in this draft. Could go really anywhere. I assume you have a different third pick? Actually, no. I have the. I also have Darius Garland. Um, he's Besides, obviously, Zion and uh, he's the only other all-star. I think he has to deserve it. Um, the top five to ten point guard in the league, I think he deserves the number three pick in this draft. I would also agree with that as I had him. Number four, I have Jordan Poole. Um, I'm pulling up the NBA draft right now. So it was DeAndre Hunter. DeAndre Hunter, perfect. I've got that now. Who the Lakers originally had that pick. Uh, traded to the Hawks. Traded to the Pelicans in the Anthony I'm Davis saying, trade? Traded to the Hawks after right, being right, traded right. to the Pelicans first um, in that Anthony Davis trade. But yeah, I've got Jordan Poole. Don't know how he would fit on the Hawks uh, with Trey Young, all that going on now that we know all that. But I feel like he's clearly the fourth best fourth best player in this draft. Believe it or not, I have the same guy. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree with everything you just said. Um, besides his IQ problems, he is a top guard in the league. He just got extended. Good for him. I just want to say the IQ problems is crazy. You're making it sound like this man is just dumb. Um, <laughs> he basketball <laughs> IQ problems. Um, but no, he's a great basketball player, and I feel like that definitely gives him the upper on that pick. Needs some self defense though. <laughs> Getting slept, Mike Mo Wagner out there. Um, fifth, I have Tyler Hero going to the Cavs, who originally drafted Garland. Fifth best player in this draft class, in my opinion. I'm a big Tyler Hero guy. Got his jersey. Um, that's I couldn't put anybody above him besides maybe R.J. Barrett, but that was a close call for me, and I just ended up going with Hero. Um, we do have a disagreement. I have R.J. Barrett here. Um, R.J.'s having a career year this year with the Knicks, who have been an improvement over last year. R.J. right now is averaging just about 20 points per game. He's playing great. And he has a lot of potential. I think he has more potential than Tyler Hero does right now. So that's just why I went him to the Cavs. Next, I have R.J. Barrett. Uh, I feel like it was really between those two guys. But R.J. Barrett going to the Suns doesn't make sense for them. But just having 
him be, in my opinion, the sixth best player in this draft class. Um, he is definitely having a career year this year, uh, but I feel like he might have some IQ issues. Possibly. That's fair. <laughs> um, I got Tyler Harrow here. Uh, the original pick was Jarrett Culver, so I think the Timberwolves are very happy with Jarrett, or with Tyler Harrow here over Jarrett oh, yeah, Culver. Sorry, the pick was traded to the Timberwolves. I yeah. did not see that. Um, so, yeah, Tyler Harrow is one of the most cold clutch players in the league. Point blank period. <laughs> That's all you got to say. Six man of the year as well. Oh, yeah, go check out the last episode again. Had him in my clutch player of the year finalist. Next at seven to the Bulls. I'm interested in seeing what you have here. Got Lou Dort. Oh, wow. Okay. So, wow. Big defensive guy can go out there, lock up your best player. Really, from one to four, I would say he could, he could clamp him up. Uh, I feel like the Bulls would love this Kobe White uh, replacement, uh, as they are not really doing much with him as of right now. But yeah, just Lou Dort based off defense. That's my pick. Yeah, I have Keldon Johnson here. He's having. A career here, just like R.J. Barrett, but he's averaging uh, 21.6 right now and five rebounds and just about three assists. So he's playing great this year. For sure. Granted, he is on the Spurs, who are not a great team right now, but as I use, I use this word last episode a lot. Um, Spurs are a bunch of stinkers. Bunch of stinkers. <laughs> uh, besides their coach. Their coach is not a stinker. But yeah, uh, Keldon Johnson's a great pick here, and I would personally take him over Lou Dort. Bringing up Pop, I just have to mention this really fast. Shout out to Camden, my brother. He, for some reason, just hates Coach Pop. I'm not sure why we went to a game back in the day. I think Pop got thrown out, and he was just like, I hate that guy. So shout out to him. But yeah, next I have Grant Williams going eight to the Pelicans uh, from the Hawks, traded to the Pelicans. Another defensive guy who can lock up your best player one through four. Maybe even a five if you have a small big. Uh, but yeah, great defensive player, great bench player for the Celtics right now. That's who I went with number eight. Um, yeah, definitely a three and D guy. That's a solid pick here. Uh, right now I got Kevin Porter Jr. Um, once again another career year for Kevin Porter Jr. He's just getting better every single year. Um, he's averaging just about twenty, twenty five and five. Definitely solid as the Rockets' point guard, shooting guard. Uh, the Rockets are showing a lot of confidence in him, and he's just getting better. I would agree with that for sure. He is on my draft board. Next at nine, I've got Keldon Johnson now. Big year for him as he's on a stinker of a team. Um, but, yeah, I feel like we have around the same ten guys maybe. You might throw another one in there. But, yeah, I've got uh, Keldon Johnson going nine to the Wizards instead of Rui Hachimura. Yeah, so for nine, I have Nick Claxton. We do not have the same 10 players. Um, For Nick, 12 points per game, 8 rebounds per game. He's the Nets starting center. He's been a guy the Nets can trust at the center. Um, KD has shown a lot of respect to him. He's just a great in-the-paint guy. Uh, 73% from the field right now, which is, I don't know if Huge that's the highest, w. but I'd assume so. I would assume so as well. Um, Yeah, he's a great player. At 10, I've got KPJ. Uh, as you said, just a lot of confidence that man has. Um. Miss seeing him on the Cavs. I don't know. I liked that young Cavs team where he was out there and just go out, able to score. Big fan of him. But, yeah, 10, I've got KPJ. Yeah, so for my final pick, I have DeAndre Hunter. 
Interesting. Um, he is I... an amazing defensive defensive player. Um, honestly, besides besides what's his name, Dejounte Murray. Sorry, <laughs> uh, he's been the Hawks' best defender. I think a guy who can guard positions one through five. Um, if I'm if I they're like a starting point guard, and I need him to get stopped, I'm putting DeAndre Hunter on him. He's a long, great defender. He's also averaging fifteen point three right now. I feel like he is. Almost interchangeable with Grant Williams. Same type of reason we took him. Uh, but, yeah, that's a great pick. It's going to wrap up the draft segment next. Got our playoff predictions for this 2023 season. Excited to get into that. All right, so we're going to start with play-in teams in the West. Um, I have no seeding to the play-in. These are just going to be my four teams. Got the Clippers. They look horrendous right now. I'm not sure if they could make it or they couldn't. The West is not stacked, but the West is pretty close right now. So I've got the Blazers. Blazers next. I meant to say Clippers, but I do have the Blazers next. Uh, Jeremy Grant is looking great. We all know what Damian Lillard is capable of. Anthony Simons, need I say more, really. Uh, I've got them. I've got the Warriors next in the play-in. I don't like them. Nick does not like the Warriors, guys. <laughs> Nick does not like the Warriors. Um, I don't know how much time Steph is going to miss. I believe he's coming back soon. But I hope they don't do good. That's why I have them there. Uh, and Eating then activities. The, the last play-in team, which I do have as the highest seed, I did put that, is going to be the Jazz, uh, which is interesting because they are at 10th, I believe, right now. I believe they could light it up. Lori Markkinen get some more confidence in that man from the all-star appearance, hopefully, that he's getting. Um, but, yeah, those are going to be my four West play-ins. Wow. Um, so, we've got a couple of the same. I got the Clippers. Um, they're just not a great team right now. Paul George and Kawhi have just been disappointing. Paul George, although, has been better than Kawhi. He's still not the Paul George that we're used to seeing. For sure. And, honestly, weird little – transition but i really really do miss indiana paul george he was different i miss mvp um not front runner but mvp consideration paul george in the thunder yeah but the eastern conference finals with the pacers versus the heat every year lance stevenson lebron i just the one clip i go back to is just paul george just absolutely yamming it on birdman wild lance stevenson blowing on lebron is a classic all time. But anyways, away from that just a little bit. Um, yeah, we got the Clippers there. I do have the Lakers here because it was like an average kind of thing for me. Because okay. I feel like if they make a move, they are the sixth seed. But if they don't, I feel like they're out of it. So I just put them in there as okay. my one of my play-in teams. Um, next, I got the Blazers. I think you pretty much covered it. They still have Damian Lillard. Um, Damian Lillard is Damian Lillard. Yeah. We all know we can what he can do. I think they do miss CJ, though. And I don't think they make it very far. Um, I, I would agree with that. The Blazers are not going to go far for sure. Maybe not even making it out of the play-in. I don't think they do. Um, But, yeah, Jeremy Grant's been great. For sure. And Fernie Simons has been, I'm not even going to say a surprise because he was this good last year. But I feel like it was a little bit surprised because he's doing it now with Dame on his team. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, And then last, I got the Wolves. Interesting. I do not have them. I didn't think anywhere. you did. I didn't think you did. Um, but I assume you do not have the Jazz anymore. I do not. No, I think All the right. Jazz are going to fall off a cliff significantly with the Kings as well. I think the Wolves are just going to get even worse when Gobert gets or I think Towns gets back. I disagree. I think Cat is a top three 
center in the league still. Um, Gobert is still still has the capability to be the best defensive player in the league, although he hasn't been. This He's year. a stinker. <laughs> Sorry. All right, you want to do your play-ins uh, for the East, Nick? Yeah. Got the Wizards. I think they'll be the bottom seed uh, in the play-in for sure. Uh, but I do have the Wizards. Bradley Beal is Bradley Beal. That's about all I got to say. Uh, Porzingis is looking nice. That's about all I have for the Wizards. They're the Wizards. I don't know what else to say. Uh, I've got the Hawks next. Uh, not based on seeding for the rest of these teams. But I feel like you have Trey Young and DeJounte Murray on your team. Maybe John Collins when it comes to playoff time because we know they like to say they're going to trade him and not do that. Um, so that's a great... Not great roster, but it's a it's a solid roster to make a play and run for sure. I have the Heat next. Uh, with poor play from Jimmy Butler, I couldn't solidify them being a top six seed in the East, but I think they for sure will make the play in. Uh, seven seed, I do have this locked in for sure, as well as the Knicks. Uh, as Austin mentioned earlier, great play from Julius Randle as of recent. Uh, RJ Barrett having a career year. Jalen Brunson having a great year. Solid roster could could make a push for sure. Um, yeah, for sure. I got one of my playing teams is the Knicks, like you just mentioned. Uh, my All Star Julius Randles have has had a great year so far. Um, Mitchell Robinson, I think, is an underrated center. He's kind of like a underrated Miles Turner for me. Um, Jalen Brunson, great scorer. R.J. Barrett can get it done too. So I think they will be a playing team. I think they could make it out to playing too. I completely agree. Um, next, I got the Raptors. The Raptors aren't currently in the play-in, but I think that they could be when Fred Van Vliet, I think he will. I think he does step it up. I hope he does. I'm a big fan of him. Yeah. Uh, seeing him play poorly is not, not great. No, for sure. Um, they also have Pascal Siakam, who you had in his all-star, as an all-star. He is an all-star caliber player for sure. Um, then I got the Pacers. Like we just mentioned, once again, they can beat and lose to anybody in the league. So I think that they could make it here, especially with Tyrese Halliburton. And if they keep Miles Turner and Buddy Heald, that would also help them out significantly. Significantly, and if they don't, they have Russell Westbrook. I do, I do think <laughs> that he will improve there. Stuttering so, is contagious. No, seriously. Um, you got one more correct. Yeah, I have the Hawks. All right. Like you just said, Trey Young, Dejounte Murray, probably John Collins. That's a good team. Healthy Clint Capella, too. That will be big for them. Yeah, that's a good team. That's a good basketball team. Just not right now. But I think that they will be. When they get the chemistry up, Nate McMillan maybe gets fired. Fire Nate McMillan. Whenever Nate McMillan maybe gets fired, then I think they'll be there. All right. We're going to go six through four seeds. We do have these locked in as seeds in the West. At the sixth seed, I have the Suns. Devin Booker returns. Can carry that roster, get some good defensive support from Mikel Bridges. Uh, hopefully, DeAndre Ayton steps up. Would like to see some good basketball play from the point god himself. Uh, not much else I can say for that roster. I do believe they will be in the playoffs as we've seen. They can make a finals run, although it is not the same roster and not the same age for guys like Chris Paul. Um, but I feel like a big um, factor in that is whether or not they have Jay Crowder. They will not have Jay Crowder, at least playing. I yeah. hope that he's not on their team. I think he gets cut by then if they don't trade him because he won't be able to play for him because he yeah. just straight up won't. Yeah. Fifth, I have the Kings. 
I I really really want to see them make the playoffs. That's that's all I gotta add. I know Austin just made a face at me. I know he does not have them in the playoffs. I just want to see De'Aaron Fox get there. I mean, he's a great player. I would like to see the Kings in a playoff. About all I got for them. As no, well. for sure. Um, I think the whole world wants to see the Kings in the playoffs. Even though the Kings think they have a rivalry with us as a Lakers fan. Um, like the beam. I want them to make it, but they do this every year. I think they did it last year. The year before, they start off pretty solid, and then they just fall off. So I think it's going to happen. I again. feel this year is different, uh, but that's definitely subject to change. Fourth seed, I've got the Pelicans. Uh, depending on how long Zion is out, they still got a solid roster. Depending on how B.I. comes back, it's all it's all just there or not there, and that's that's what's going to cut it for them. Uh, but I believe they could definitely be fourth seed, if not higher. No, for sure. Um, for mine, I have the six. Six, I have the Suns, just like you did. Um, Devin Booker is going to return. Chris Paul is the guy that can help him out more than I think anybody can. They just need play from DeAndre Ayton, and I think that he could get traded. I don't really see it happening, but I feel like they're better with him right now. And, you know, obviously, Mikel Bridges is obviously a great player for them. I don't know. I think it's tough. I could see him being anywhere from three to out of the play-in, but I think six is a pretty fair spot for him. Um, Number five, I have the Pelicans. Yeah, Zion Williamson's going to get back. They have a coach of the year contender. I think you had him coach of the coach of the year right now. Oh yeah, for sure. But uh, Brandon Ingram's gonna be there. CJ McCollum is amazing, and he has been as of late. I feel like that's pretty much it. They also have Herb Jones, who's great defender, young guy. I think he has a lot of potential in this league. Four, I have Dallas. Interesting. I think that obviously Luca alone could push him higher, but they just don't have help, and we saw him collapse against the Celtics yesterday and I think if they don't get help they will be here and they may not make it out very far but I hope they do I that was a big give or take for me to switch the Pels and the Mavs I have the Mavs at three just because I feel like Luka is going to continue this great play he is having um but if he doesn't and the Mavs are just horrendous like they always are without Luka or with Luka not giving them a big game uh, the Mavs could definitely drop, but I have them at three just based on Lucas' play. Uh, two, I have the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, the rest of this is just going to stay the same as based on uh, standings are right now. But Ja Morant, Jaron Jackson Jr., Desmond Bain, not a big fan of Brandon Clark, but Brandon Clark as well. Uh, Dylan Brooks, I absolutely despise that man for no reason. Uh, but they do have a solid roster. Those are some solid guys they've got. Uh, and I definitely feel like they're going to be a top two seed in the West right now. I'm so sorry. I got to cut this off right now. Austin just showed me a tweet. Who is it from? Hoops makes only. Hoops makes only. I don't know how <laughs> reliable that is. You're verified. So. Uh, yeah, but you can buy verification on Twitter. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, um, so I don't know how reliable that is. But Austin just showed me this tweet. LeBron James is likely to request a trade from the Los Angeles Lakers. I doubt it. I don't think that is reliable at all. Give us some picks and <laughs> a young player, mainly picks, and I'm great. Give us Victor Wembanyama. Trade LeBron to the Nuggets ASAP. Please don't, actually. <laughs> Love LeBron, though. Uh, but first, I have the Nuggets. That's a great way to lead into that. Uh, number one player, 
in the league, in my opinion, performance-wise right now. Jokic leading the league in triple-doubles, averaging a triple-double for the month of December. He's going to continue that great play, and our offense is number two in the league, I believe. We're number one in three-point percentage right now, second in the league in field goal percentage, um, and I think second in the league in offensive points per game, if I'm not mistaken. mistaken. Um, Yeah, I got the Nuggets number one. I'm really just hoping they can solidify that. Uh, It'll be nice to win the division for this year after we didn't the past two years, I believe. Um, Yeah, it's exciting. Number three, I have the Warriors. Um, Defending champs. I am just going to (laughs) butt in right now. God, no. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, the defending champs. Uh, Steph Curry will return by that point, obviously. And, you know, Steph Curry, Steph Curry, he'll do some Steph Curry type things. Uh, next, I have the Nuggets. I would just like to say the Warriors could not win on the road without with Curry. I don't think that's going to change. All right. Next, I have the Nuggets. Um, no. <laughs> they have an MVP front runner, but they lack depth. That's why they're not number one for me. Um, When it comes to playoff time, I think they'll do the same thing they normally do, and that's lose first either the semifinals or the conference finals. I don't think they'll make it past that. I think the Nuggets come playoff time – Rotations get cut in the playoffs, and I think that's really just going to help the Nuggets, uh, especially more than anybody else in the league rotation rotation wise. But that I just wanted to add that in. Number one, I have the Grizzlies. John Morant, deepest team in the league, well coached. Anything else? But besides that, no. That's that's about all you need. That pretty much covers it. Yeah. Um, you ready to go to the East? I'm ready. Perfect. Um. Six in the east, I have the Pacers. Uh, I'd like to see them. I'm a big fan of Halliburton and Matherin over there. Would like to see them make a playoff push. I don't think they'll make it far, if not past the first round with the the way I have the seating right now. Uh, but, yeah, I'd just like to see them. They're hooping right now. So that's about all you need to win games is to hoop. It's uh, a great take for me. Uh, they're, they are the seventh seed right now, so I could see them – Coming up, pushing the Knicks down to the seventh uh, to make the Knicks the play-in team for me. Fifth, I have the 76ers, uh, who are also fifth right now. Joel Embiid, James Harden, Tyrese Maxey, Tobias Harris on a good day. Uh, They're going to be a great team, and they're definitely a contender, as they have been. Um, But yeah, I don't think I can put them higher than the fifth seed based on how strong the top seeds in the East are right now. That's that's where I've got the Sixers. Fourth, I've got the Bucks. Um, Giannis's lingering energy or in injury—that's the second time I've messed that up today. I don't know how it's going to play out. If he's going to miss time, what's going on? Uh, how much longer Chris Middleton is going to be out? I just don't see them making it that high in the standings but definitely a team to watch in the playoffs Uh, they're second in the east right now tied with the nets and the Cavs are only a game and a half behind um which leads me to the the Cavs being third instead of the bucks donovan mitchell darius garland evan mobley great team love their energy i feel like it was really easy for them to gain that chemistry once they traded for Donovan Mitchell, and that's a great thing to see in a locker room. Um, so they're going to be my third seed. Second, I have the Nets, who are now the third seed right now. Uh, I have them bumping up and bumping the Bucks down. 
they've been hooping as of recent uh, with Jock Vaughn as their coach now instead of Steve Nash uh, after firing him early in the season. Hoopers. They've got Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. You cannot count them out by any means unless some scandal happens with Kyrie. Hopefully not. I love Kyrie. Not as much as I used to now <laughs> that, uh, yeah, I'm just going to take yeah, that Yeah, you probably talking. <laughs> Big fan of Kyrie, Ooping, Ky- Kyrie Irving as a Hooper. I'll say that. Uh, first, I have the Celtics. Best team in the league right now. They're a game and a half ahead of the Bucks right now. They're going to continue their great play. Jason, Jason Tatum is going to be awesome. Jalen Brown is going to be awesome, as we know. Um, we'll see how they do playoff time, but I feel like having the uh, time in the finals last year definitely helped them connect as a team, and they're even deeper this year than they are last year, so that's for sure. Um, yeah, so for my six, I have the Heat. It's something we've talked about before, that they're, they've been really disappointing, but I do think they pick it up because Jimmy Butler is – that kind of guy who will just pick it up randomly. Um, along with that, they do need to be coached coached a little bit better. It's just been a little bit questionable, but uh, I don't know. I think that they will make a playoff push, and it'll be close with them and Hawks slash Pacers, but I think Heat will make the playoffs. Next, I have the Cavs, and I do have the Cavs going far, as you Ooh. will see here in a second, but the Cavs... They're a great team. Um, yeah, there's a great team. But I feel like the four teams ahead of them are all more regular season teams. And I think the Cavs will do better than a lot of them in the playoffs. Next, I have the Sixers. Um, Joel Embiid. James Harden. I'm not going to say <laughs> Tobias Harris because... Oh, I said on a good day. I would like to <laughs> clarify that on a good day. Um, Yeah. Joel is that guy. That I think that's all I really need to say. Um, next, I have the Bucks. They have Giannis. They have Chris Middleton here soon playing like Chris Middleton. Hopefully. Very much, hopefully. <laughs> um, Nick's coughing over here. But, uh, yeah, they have, they're a great, well-built team around Giannis. Um, they just need to shoot well. I think they got that. Next will be the Nets, Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum, and my coach of the or Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Ben Simmons. I still think will step it up because he has recently, just a little bit. I think he will even more. Um, they have my coach of the year right now, but the Celtics are just that much better. The Celtics right now are a historic team, and I think they're by far the number one team in the East. Perfect. Uh, I mean, straight to the point. I like that. Let me hear who you have in your Eastern Eastern Conference Finals. We did the Conference Finals. We didn't do any of the other uh, series. Uh, we did the Eastern Conference Finals, Western Conference Finals, and then we did the Finals. I did a projection to win. I don't know if you did. Yeah, so you want me to do East first before yeah. West? Let me, let me hear your Eastern. So I have the Celtics and the Cavs for the East. All I think right. that the uh, Cavs do win this, though, because I think they match up well to the Celtics. I know that Jason Tatum played amazing in the Finals last year. And just in the playoffs overall, um, I think that as we have seen Donovan Mitchell play in the playoffs, he's also been great. So I think the Jason Tatum-Donovan Mitchell battle in the playoffs would be just amazing. All right. For my Eastern, I also have the Cavs and the Celtics. I have the Cavs beating the Nets um, in that second round of the playoffs. 
uh, which really ultimately leads the Cavs to play the Celtics. I don't think the Celtics have any comp. Um, Sorry, I'm pretty dumb. Um, the Cavs and the Celtics is literally impossible with my seating wise. That's that's what I had. I switched <laughs> my Cavs and Bucks. I originally had a Cavs. I'll do the same thing. I originally had a Cavs Nets finals. I had the Cavs okay. beating the Celtics in the second round, but I switched up the seedings. I had to switch up uh, that, but I do have the Cavs going to the conference finals. Cavs are just a great team. Fun to watch. Great chemistry. Um, Celtics, number one team in the league. Need I say more? I just realized the same thing in the West too. So I'm just gonna switch the Sixers down to four, the Bucks down or the Sixers down to five, Bucks down to four, and Cavs up to three to make that possible. You wanna go west and I'll try to change yeah, up my seat. Yeah, a little please bit. do. Um West I have the Nuggets Grizzlies, top two teams in the West, I think undoubtedly. I don't I see the Nuggets cutting their rotation, like I said earlier, becoming even more offensively powered than they are now. I think MPJ makes Big numbers in the playoffs as he wants to. Uh, Jamal knows the playoffs, wants to make it back to that conference finals after that big injury. <coughs> Excuse me. But, yeah, those are my those are my Western Conference finals. So yeah, just change it up a little bit. Uh, for the West, I have the Grizzlies and the Warriors in a rematch. Ooh. It was a really fun series to watch last year, and this team is, or these two teams have started a rivalry recently. And I think this would just be a super fun, energetic series. I do have the Grizzlies winning this in six, though. I have my Nuggets beating the Grizzlies in six to make it to the finals. And then I also have the Cavs beating the Celtics in seven. So I have a Nuggets-Cavs finals. I'll let you reveal your finals. So, yeah, I have the Grizzlies in Cavs. And I – you want to do yours first? I'll let you go first. I want. I would like to hear yours okay, before so I get mine. <laughs> I have Grizzlies in Cavs, and I have the Cavs actually winning in seven. I think their offense is too strong, and they're defensive. Defensively, uh, Evan Mobley and Jared Allen can stop Jaw going to the paint. And if they could do that, I think they win the series. I have the Nuggets. Maybe biasly, but I think their offense, this is going to be a finals of just pure offense almost besides guys like Evan Mobley and Jared Allen playing great defense in the paint. I have the Nuggets winning in seven, though. Um, possibly biasly because I am a Nuggets fan. But also, I just want to see that happen, and I think the Nuggets could definitely make that big push. No, for sure, I could see that for sure. All right, to end this episode off, we do have what we said we would continue last episode is doing a division draft each episode. Uh, today's division is going to be the Northwest Division, so let's get right into that. But before we get into that, we are going to do rock paper scissors again uh, to see who gets the first overall pick. Best two out of three again? Yes, sir. Sore loser over there. All right, Nick wins the first one again. Another I clean sweep. Another clean sweep. Okay. Um, wow. I just want to like to state before this division is entirely mid, I do have Jokic. So for Jokic, it's a great I, I do have Jokic's um, okay, okay. two-time MVP, four-time All-Star. Three-time first-team appearance. He's got a second-team appearance in there as well. He's got a conference finals appearance as well. Uh, but Jokic, one of the best centers in the league, the best center in the league right now, could definitely be a top big man of all time, top foreign player of all time. I just had to go my uh, Nuggets guy right there. No, I am not at all a fan of that pick. Really? Um, For me, my first pick, give me Kevin Durant. 
with the Thunder from 07 to 2016. He's a rookie of the year, seven-time All-Star, six-time All-NBA, and he's also won MVP there. Um, I'm going to go back-to-back Thunder picks then. I'm going to go Russell Westbrook, who won an MVP there. And he also was an eight time all star, eight time all star, eight time like all Yeah, I mean, I can't go wrong with that. Solidify a good pick and roll duo. Um, hopefully, we're, our team is not shooting the ball a lot, definitely not. Um, my next pick, give me who I think definitely could have been the first pick, Kevin Garnett. That's my next one. That's my um, next one. <laughs> he was with the Wolves from 95 to 07, and then also from 2014 to 2016, 10 time all star, eight time all NBA. Eight-time all-defensive team, and then uh, MVP there. Next pick, I'm going to go Clyde Drexler. Um, he's got a finals appearance with the Blazers. As that stint was not that long. He won um, a finals with the Rockets, um, but I'm not sure what else he's yeah, got. Yeah, he's an eight-time All-Star and a, a five-time All-NBA player. Yeah, so, I mean, solidify my big three right there. I like that pick. So, next, he... Does have a lot of accolades, but he is Bill Walton. He only played four years for the Blazers, which is a little weird, but he had injury problems throughout his career. But he's a two-time All-Star, two-time All-NBA player, a two-time All-Defensive team, and then he's also a one-time MVP, one-time NBA champion, and a one-time Finals MVP. But out of all my players on my draft board, he's the most accomplished in his four years. I like that pick. This one I'm going almost purely based off of skill, just for fun. Semi kind of uh Thunder player again. I'm gonna go with the Sonics legend here. Maybe not legend with the Sonics. I'm gonna go Ray Allen. Just for fun. Uh I like some shooting on my team. He can play the two guard. I like that. Just add some more shooting. I'm a big fan of Ray Allen. I like the Heat team that he was on, the Heatles. Uh so I had to go with Ray Allen there, almost purely based off of skill and shooting. Um. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel Austin, like I'm killing this draft Austin right now. Was not a, I, yeah. Y'all could go vote on the Twitter after this. Who yeah. teams was better? I would just like to say my team won last time, uh, based off of one vote we received. Shout out my mom. Oh, <laughs> was it your mom? I, I assume I, it, I thought it would be your dad. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but for my next pick, I'm gonna take John Stockton. Um, ten-time All Star, eleven-time All NBA, five-time All Defensive Player. And then he's also first all-time in assists and steals. I already have a pretty awful draft board. I might as well make it worse here. Uh, not make it worse. I'm just going to go Sean Kemp. Okay. Uh, I've got a signed jersey at my mother's house. Uh, really, really like the throwback Sonics jersey, so I'm a fan of that. Not sure how many accolades he has with the Sonics, but uh, pretty much none. But almost pure... Uh, skill pick again. Got three Thunder Sonics franchise players. Yeah, I did not have him on my draft board. Um, here I'm debating between two players, and that would be Gary Payton and Carmelo Anthony. For the last pick, I'm gonna go Gary Payton just because he's more, is more accolades. And those would be a nine-time All-Star, nine-time All NBA, nine-time All Defensive too. He's also won Defensive Player of the Year, which he was the first, or maybe not the first guard. I'm not actually sure about that. But he was the most recent guard to win Defensive Player of the Year before Marcus Smart. All right. We'll, we'll get that poll up on Twitter uh, to see whose team is better. Go vote there at the key pod. Shout out to that again. We appreciate you guys if you're listening. We're excited to do this. Next episode will be released on Sunday. Uh, we'll bust that out for you guys. 
and yeah, just thank you if you guys are listening. Go check out the social medias. Keep running that up. I also want to apologize. I, w- I forgot to do it at the start. I forgot what I was going to say. But I also for- uh, apologize about last episode. The, uh, the audio quality was pretty bad. I hope that it's better this time. And yeah, like Nick said, we appreciate, we appreciate you guys for listening. And yeah, we'll be back at it Sunday. All right. Thank you for listening to The Key, y'all. Peace out.